key to long-term wealth, as Mike Jake, my mentor, would tell me right now, is you got to hold. Okay, And this article proves that people who did hold are now being rewarded at 10% annual increase on their income a year right now. Okay, That's incredible. That's incredible. And you guys need to understand that if you get in front of this, it's not over. It's not over. Prices are soaring in Colorado Springs to the point where the average house in my town, can I grew up here? I was buying houses at 250 10 years ago. Okay. Not, not even 10 years ago. I'd say eight, seven, eight years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the average price of a home in this town is $500,000. Check, check. One, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. Your home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording live from our downtown studios with my executive producer, Mr. Jonathan Winston. What's up, what's up, what's up? How you doing, man? Another beautiful day, man. Another opportunity to get up out here and get it. So I'm just uh, making the most of it and uh, looking into the day with wonder. Yes, I like that. I like that. You know, I was, you know how we do it. You're just sitting around discussing your problem and stuff. Uh, you know. And then Big Worm shows up and he's like, <laughs> You got my you got money? My money? <laughs> you got my money? You got my money? Well, we were, you know, Craig 20, and I were just sitting here. <laughs> 40, 50, 80, 120. <laughs> That's Man, stop playing with motion, Smokey. <laughs> stop playing with my motion, Smokey. It's just, it's, just, it's just been a long day, guys. I'm sorry, Big Worm. Big Worm. All right, let's get back to it. Um, hey, welcome back to the show, man. We got a lot of stuff going on. The real estate market is crazy right now. Um, a lot of stuff going on. CNBC reports an article we're going to do the show on today about single-family rents are surging and investors are flooding the market. And listen, I got to tell you, they are accurate, man. I am looking. The, the rental market has gone insane. Whew. I think a lot of people, the buyers are coming to the market, right? They're looking to buy a house. And I don't know about your market individually, but I think this describes most of the country. They're getting outbid by twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars, right? Like F this. I'm gonna go ahead and uh I'm gonna rent me a house for a while and see if things settle down. I gotta be frank with you, I advised that several shows ago. I went back and said, Yeah, if you don't absolutely have to buy a house, you may not want to right now. Like if you're buying a house to live in, now is not the time. That's also true in the car market right now. Um, I would argue in the stock market right now that everything's kind of overpriced at the moment. If you don't have to move money, if you don't need a car, you are severely overpaying right now. And if you don't need a house from a retail perspective, now note, I am not describing investment real estate. If you're buying a deal, as we end every show with, it's always a good time to buy a deal. For sure. Right. But if you're buying a retail spot for you and your family, I've been arguing for a while that you shouldn't. So what has happened is the demand for single family rental homes has gone way up. It's pushing rents through the roof and investors who always respond to where the money's at. And this is just generally good advice. Follow what the rich investors are doing. Okay. You can make a lot by chasing whales in the investment space. Well, these huge hedge funds are flooding the market buying a bunch of rentals because they're watching, as this article goes on to say, as rents rose 9.3% year over year in August. Okay, 9.3% increase. 
That's a lot of money, man. If you were already getting $1,500, $1,800 a month, and suddenly you just made another $150, $200 a month, that's a pretty good day at the office, is I'm it not? I'm right now just thinking about it. It's pretty awesome. And I have 13 rentals in my portfolio, okay? So when you look at a 10% increase, that's a lot of stretch for doing the same stuff I was doing last month. Right. Right? So investors are capitalizing on this. Now, there's a couple ways we talk about. There are multiple ways to make money in the real estate investing market. A lot of what we discuss as the foreclosure deals coach is fix and flip. And I'm going to tell you the reason we spend the most time on that strategy is because I'm addicted to it. Like there's no other valid reason but to say, my mentor, Mike, if you're listening right now, Mike would go, you need to hold more stuff. Like I can hear him pointing his finger at me, wagging his finger going, you need to hold more properties, Donnie. I can hear it. Mike, I get it. Okay, Stop yelling at me. Stop yelling at me. I hear what you're saying. Okay, I'm starting to figure it out. But I got to be honest with you. Every time I pick up that big check from a flip, this endorphin rush kicks in, right? I feel invincible. It's like that that sword scene. The guy cuts the guy off the head. He's like, there can be only one. One of my favorite movies, Highlander. Highlander, right? Very good TV. uh, Oh, the TV rendition was actually very good. Very good TV series if you haven't watched it. I loved that. So (laughs) I feel like the Highlander, every time I slice the head off of one of my flips, like (laughs) there can be only one. And then lightning comes down. Like I I re-energize. Like, ah, you know. It's incredible. However, (laughs) the huge segue. However, the key to wealth here is long term, right? Wealth building. I I tell you guys all the time that wealth is, it happens in short doses. It it does. It's short years. Okay. Mm -hmm. But flipping is not a long term product. Flipping is extremely short term. If you, my average hold time on a flip is roughly 90 days. Okay. From buying it it takes me 30 days, give or take to fix it. Cause I'm, you know, I'm kind of a slave driver as it relates to my construction crews. I'm very picky on how fast stuff gets done, right? And that's not really me. That's Laura. If you Laura was on the show a couple of times. Laura manages the contractors. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel bad for them contractors, right? Because Laura's intimidating. Right? I go home, and I'm afraid of her. So I know the contractors are afraid of her, right? But they get stuff done because they don't want to die. It keeps things real simple, right? So we get them done in 30 days. It takes roughly 30 days to sell them, Right, I go off the market again. We were measuring that in hours just a few months ago, but things are slowing down a little bit in that space. And then you got thirty to forty-five days in underwriting because the loan process is slow. It's just it's really slow, yeah. you know. So total ownership is ninety days. So that's a very short-term investment. If you can even hold a property for a year, and I just want to tell you a story. In two thousand nineteen, the first flip I did in twenty nineteen, uh, we bought, we sold that property. I think I bought it for like two thirty. Don't quote me on that. Two thirty, two forty. Sold it for three hundred. I was I was ecstatic. I was I was. I think I sold it for three hundred five, something like that. Bidding war, all that stuff. Right. Fast forward a year to twenty twenty. I see that property hit the market again at three sixty. Bidding war up to three seventy five. So in a year, look at that appreciation. This cat copped seventy thousand dollars on my work. So if I'd kept that house for one more year, rented it out, let them pay I'd be sitting on seventy thousand dollars more right now. Isn't that cray cray? It's it's a it's a funny thing about real estate. It's all about timing. That's what I'm learning. It, it totally is right. So the point of that is your long term strategy. It really is the rental market. We talk about flipping because that gets people excited. They done a, they haven't done a bunch of shows on the rental market. Bought this house right now. I made three hundred bucks a month. Nobody's gonna watch Annie's rent this house. <laughs> Right? That's right. not going to happen, right? Because it's boring. Renting is boring. It's like a mutual fund. It's boring. Right. But 
If you're talking about long-term wealth building, rental is the key to getting there, okay? So when you get in our coaching program, we teach you how to flip to start with. You start with a flip, and the reason you start with a flip is because we want to get some money in your pocket, we want to reimburse your investment in the coaching program, and honestly, we kind of want to get you addicted, right? Because I know from the people who have flipped with me for a while, it's like, yo, man, can I get that? Just give me one more house, bro. I promise I'll pay you next week. You want some cheeseburgers? It's like, dude, why are you rocking back and forth? And just like, why, why, why are you right shaking? Now? Right? What's going on? I just need one weird, more, bro. Man. I'm good for it. I'm good for it. You know, <laughs> it's addictive. That paycheck is addictive, but it is not the key to long-term wealth. The key to long-term wealth, as Mike Jake, my mentor, would tell me right now, is you got to hold. Okay, and this article proves that people who did hold are now being rewarded at 10% annual increase on their income a year right now. Okay, that's incredible. That's incredible. And you guys need to understand that if you get in front of this, it's not over. It's not over. Prices are soaring in Colorado Springs to the point where the average house in my town, because I grew up here, I was buying houses at 250 10 years ago. Okay. Not, not even 10 years ago. I'd say eight, seven, eight years ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the average price of a home in this town is $500,000. Ten years. Listen to that. That is insane. If you could double your money every ten years, plus make a rental income, plus pay down the mortgage, see the property value went up by double. But you got to look at all the benefits to home ownership as an right. investor standpoint. You're collecting a, a, a rental income, i.e., if your payment is twelve hundred bucks a month and your renter is paying you sixteen hundred, seventeen hundred dollars a month, right? You're making four hundred dollars a month in positive cash flow. Okay, that goes in your pocket, cha-ching. Then you've got the mortgage pay down where a large portion of that that payment you're making on your 1200 is going towards the principal. That's like a giant savings account. You can't spend that money because it's equity, right. right? But there's another cha-ching, right? So you've gotten paid a rental income, okay. you're paying down the mortgage, and okay. now as if those two things weren't super cool, now this thing has gone up in value by double in, in a 10-year period? Buy a home. Buy a deal. Excuse me. Don't buy a home. Buy a deal. Thank you. Do it now. Do it now. Because I'm telling you that the the rental market has gone completely insane. And if you are already an owner, as I am, I'm benefiting from the appreciation. I'm benefiting from the cash flow. And now the rents are increasing. So I'm making more money now than I was making last year for the same thing I was doing last year, which was nothing. And I'm making more for doing nothing. Those type of jobs are really cool. Those type of... uh, Yeah, jobs you get paid for doing nothing on. Yeah, and you just get paid more the next year for doing the same amount of nothing. That's pretty dope. Wow. That's pretty dope, right? So there's a lot of benefits to being an investor. And this article that we're going to post on here is is showing that one of the benefits is as the market hits all-time highs in equity, it's pushing a lot of would-be buyers out of the marketplace. A lot of people that would have bought houses are simply turning to renting. And honestly... If you're buying a retail property, it's smart. We've, we've talked about before, that, like I said earlier, maybe it's not a good time to buy a house right now. If you're trying to buy your dream house for you and your family, best advice I can give you, wait two years. You know, Because I promise you things are going to get a little cheaper than they are right now. That being said, if you buy a deal today and you fix, that, fix it up to become your dream house, don't wait another minute. Get your butt out there right now and go buy it. Okay, But the retail market's always going to be there. New builds are always going to be there. There might be less of them. Okay. Do I recommend buying a new build? Generally, no. It's like buying a new car. They don't go down in value generally, but you're paying top of the market for it, which means you're not benefiting from the appreciation. And if there is a correction, you're going to get hurt the worst in a new build than any other product because those are going to drop faster, you know, in the short term. 
Okay. The funny thing about real estate is you can lose money on paper. Your house can cut by 15, 20% and you haven't really lost anything. Like right. you've got a place to live. Your payment's the same as it was before. Mm-hmm. Right. You just have less equity on paper. You know, it's like Michael, uh, sorry, Bill Gates. We talk about, you know, he's a billionaire, but he's a billionaire in Microsoft stock. So if the stock goes down, could he lose, you know, 200, 300 million dollars in a day? I think he does often. But has he really lost anything? Not until he sells the stock. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Same applies to home ownership. You, you, the market may go down. People ask me all the time, well, what if the market goes down? I ask them, are you selling the property? Well, I don't know. Okay, if, unless you're selling the property, you're not going to care if the market goes down. You are going to care, though, if the market goes down, a bunch of people lose their homes, which is unfortunate. But if those people lose their homes, where are they going to go? Your house. Because you have a rental now. Because you got a rental now. you bought a deal and you were smart. You were smart. You held on to it, right? And now you're going to make more for rent on that property than you did before because demand is going to go up and supply is going to come down. So now you're able to push that number even higher. So now you're making even more money for doing less. You're paying, you could take that money and pocket it, go buy the new 2021 Corvette, which is, which is sick, by the way. You, know, you could pick one of those up. Or you could take that money and pay down that mortgage even faster if you're responsible. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. It's important to have good credit when you're buying a foreclosure. A lot of people think you can come in with bad credit, but the fact of the matter is you need pretty stable credit scores to buy a foreclosure deal. So how do you find out how to increase your credit? Well, there's tons of credit repair agencies out there and multiple formulas. But one thing we found that works is reporting your monthly rental payment to the credit bureau. We partner with RentReporters.com, the leading provider of adding your payment history direct from your landlord onto your credit bureau scores and it helping people to boost their scores up to 40 points in as little as 30 days. So to get started, I want you to head on out to www.ForeclosureDealsCoach.com. Now that's a messenger bot and you're going to use the keyword rent to get more information about Rent Reporters and how you can boost your credit score by getting your rental reported to the credit bureaus. Once again, Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. Check it out. I mean, who wants to be responsible? And quick segue, I was, and I don't want take too long in this story. I was it. driving uh, the other day and you're talking about those uh, 2021 Corvettes. Yeah, I right. believe I saw like a whole, you know, a those, slew of them, a slew of them, but they were all covered up. So I'm like, man, those new Corvettes, they look really, really nice. They look like high-end kind of Ferrari-ish. Very Ferrari. So I'm like, are those Ferraris? Are those the Corvettes? Like, what are those? But yes. I'm like, they look nice under there. Right. So, yeah. So, but back to what we were talking the about. The car is sick, right? My, my point is, is when the <laughs> rental market goes up, your lifestyle can go up with it if you want it to. Your right. investment portfolio can grow faster if you want it to. But if you're a renter, you don't own anything and things go up, you're going to, you can got to pick a side of this equation, right? It can benefit you or it can hurt you. Right. My advice, obviously, as a listener to the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, is that you make it benefit you. The only way to do that is go out and buy some houses. And I'm not talking about one house. Well, I'm sorry. We don't buy houses here. Deals. 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 You go out and buy deals, right? If you're going to buy a home, a house for yourself, it may not be a good time. If you're out there hunting for deals, it has never been a better time than it is right now. Now, the next argument is, well, there are no deals out there. Deals are hard to find. I hear that all the time, but it's confusing because I bought 50 of them this year. So where are you looking I mean, I see a lot of deals all the time, man. And even if they're not deals, you know, they're, they might be deals. It might not be deals for me. They're deals from somebody else based right. on their numbers. So 
if you're getting a little bit off of asking price right now, you're killing it, right? Yeah. But you have to understand valuation. You understand what the property is worth. And that's a problem. Most people just see a house on its surface and look at it. Well, it needs work. It needs paint. It needs carpet, et cetera. You have to be able to do valuation. A big thing that we teach in the foreclosure deals coach program is a valuation model. And you're getting that perspective from somebody who was formerly a registered appraiser. So I understand valuation very well, but I'm going to teach you valuation models where you can look at that house and go, yes, the house is worth 400. They're asking 320. It comfortably needs 20, 25 grand worth of work. So you still have a $50,000 spread in that property after you've done the repairs. But most retail buyers don't are not able to do that math. They just see a house. Yep. You see what I'm saying? You are expanding your mind, but by the moment you're listening to this show right now, you're starting to understand, I hope, that there are deals everywhere. You just have to be willing to do the work to do it. And whether you're buying a house for yourself or your next fix and flip or best case scenario, you're in a cash position where you can buy and hold and build to your rental portfolio, it's a good time to buy a deal. You know, And if you're buying a deal as a rental, check this out. You buy a deal as a rental, let's, let's go with that same equation. You're buying the property for $320,000, it's worth $400,000. Okay? And, and just hear me out, because I know you're thinking there are no deals like that out there. We find them every single day, and, and we teach you how to find them as well in our program. But you find that deal for $320,000. Okay? You're into it for $350,000 with the repairs. Your mortgage payment is lower than most people's mortgage payment who just paid $400,000 for that house in your neighborhood. Okay, So your payment is cheaper by design. If everybody else is paying $1,800,000, because you bought a deal, you're paying fourteen hundred. Now that guy who's paying eighteen hundred, he can rent his house out too. It's already nice, right? Because he bought it at retail, so he can ca- he can go out get a renter in it for two thousand a month. Let's just say, going up ten percent a year right now. So next year it could be twenty two hundred, but right now let's say it's two thousand. Last right. year it was eighteen hundred, so he was probably able to break even last year. This year because rents keep going up, he's now able to get a two hundred dollar cash on cash. Ca- cash return every month. That's not bad, but you were smart and you bought a deal. So because you picked up a deal, your payment's only 1400, right? Okay. Now you rent the same property. You fixed it up. Now you rent that same property out for 2000. Your cash return monthly is 600 bucks. So old boy who paid retail is $200 a month ahead and you're 600 a month ahead. That over, if you had five or six of those, what would your life be like? Pretty smooth, a lot less, uh, a lot less uh, worry, a lot less, you know, uh, trading your time for money. That's right. You've you've attained freedom because the objective here, ladies and gentlemen, is not money. Money is great, okay. But as a guy who has a pretty decent amount of money, I can tell you, money has a Biggie Smalls put it best: more money, more problems, right? right? And it's it's never been truer than it is now. I'm doing a lot of people I know are doing well financially, but it's a lot of hard work. It's tough. People who are truly free own rental properties. Yeah. Right, my mentor has 115 of them, fifty to sixty thousand dollars a month before he gets out of bed, and it just went up by ten percent. Okay, so now it's fifty-five to sixty-five thousand dollars a month, and he still don't have to get out of bed. Right, that's freedom. It's an extra five thousand dollars. What would you do with an extra five thousand dollars a month just randomly? And we're talking lifetime because people are always going to need a place to live. Right. Right, that that market's not going anywhere. Could rents go down? Sure, theoretically, but do you think they're going to go down to zero? Not bloody likely. Mm-hmm. Right. The only way investors generally, I think we can count on that rents will continue to rise. That my kids will be facing normal rents in the three to four thousand a month range. That'll be just what it takes to have a place here. Whew. And how do I know that? Because I'm from New York, man. Where it's three to four thousand right now. Yeah. Right. You have a little apartment in the city. 
800 square feet. You better be prepared to be 3,200 a month. Denver, my little condo, badass condo, 42nd story of the Spire building, incredible views, not that I'm showing off. But if I was showing off, I would tell you that was 3,500 bucks a month for 1,100 square feet. Like, that's normal in the big cities already. Right. How long before it trickles into the smaller cities, the mid-tier cities like Colorado Springs, your city? How long before that increases? It's going to happen, guys. And you got to decide, do you want to be an owner in that setting where you're the one benefiting from the rent or are you the person who has got to get a better job to pay rent or a lesser car or figure out some other aspect of your life to pay rent that month? Pretty obvious which side you want to be on. Well, my credit's shot, bro. Then fix your credit. Got to work at it, man. Got to gotta figure through. out what's wrong. Like, if, you, if, that's the, if that's the reason, because you didn't pay Blockbuster several years ago for a tape, you're convi- a TVD, you know you returned. <laughs> I got a collections on your credit for $75. You need to pay that, bro. It's impacting your life in ways you can't even fathom. You know, in the only difference between the wealthy investors and people who are just getting by is choice. They take a small portion of their income and they assign it to their investment portfolio. You and I were just talking about, you know, you taking some of your earnings and putting it into buying some crypto, some NFTs. Got some Ethereum uh, this morning. And yeah, I've definitely been keeping an eye on the NFT market and learning just a little bit more about that. Um, I mean, to buy them and to, you know, store your Ethereum in an NFT is definitely a great um you know, play as of right now, there are people who are putting $80 into one and selling it in a month or so for $5,200. But just the, uh, and we're not investor people. So, you know, this is not giving giving you investment advice, but um, you just have to be able to, you know, kind of get over that fear of, Oh, I kind of need this money or blah, blah, blah. blah." You know, sometimes you gotta, you definitely have to watch your, you know, watch yourself and make sure you're not overextending, but you got to take those risks. You got to invest, especially if it's in your, in yourself and in uh, things that you see uh, other rich people investing in. That's right. And I, that's totally true. I, I, that's really, it's a key. And that, that's the key element. I'm glad you said that. What are other rich people doing, right? If you're right. taking advice from your broke ass uncle, right? Well, I put my money in hubcaps and I'm just telling you the hubcap market's about to boost. Uh-huh. And you're having that conversation from your uncle's trailer park <laughs> in Oklahoma. I would advise you to stop taking investment advice from Uncle Joe. He's probably not a good person to be advising you. You should be chasing down wealthy people. One of the most powerful things about social media is we've got this friend of ours. His name is Lortavius. If you're listening, man, I like you and I don't like you at the same time. <laughs> but Lortavius is, you know, he bought like nine VRBOs like simultaneously. We got to get that dude on the show. Yeah. You got to call him and get him on. We bought like nine VRBOs in the span of a year, okay? And he showed me his account in like June. He's like, I got eighty two thousand dollars this month. Then he just started posting stuff from all. Like he posted, he was in Dubai like two weeks ago. I think he's in like Spain now. You know, after Hard life, his, yeah. After his debt service, he's bringing in like fifty, sixty thousand dollars a month for doing nada. Young black dude, early thirties at best. Okay. And he just went hard. He just went hard. He set up this VRBO thing. He taught me a lot. In the few-minute conversation, I was blessed to talk to him because I learned a lot. But I listen to people. Once you show me what you're doing, then I'm more likely to listen to you, right? right? You come at me with that latest MLM, you know, yo, if you just buy some of this soap, <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to buy some soap. And we're going to get some other people to buy some soap. And we're all going to be balling. Right. Like, it's going to be great. First thing I ask those you, that's cool. Let me see how much you made last month on that, right? I'm like, well, I just got started, right? But I know if you do it and like a bunch of other people do it, we go, well, fine, right? And his proceeds, you know, he made 35 cents off of his $700 <laughs> investment. <laughs> oh, wow. I ain't trying to do all that, man. Right. I want to see proven track records of success. You got a bunch of people who are renters, who have been renters for decades, eons, who have money to equity out the, 
you know, you can't even imagine income that would blow your mind away. And what they did started 10, 15 years ago. This is not an overnight success story. This is not suddenly I'm rich. This is years of toughing it out. You know, the house is vacant. I got to make that $1,200 payment on my own. Where am I going to get that money? Right? Got to start marketing for a new renter. That hurts. It hurts. But that, that's the stuff you're going to have to go through. But if you're willing to do it at a very high level and buy multiple rentals, multiple VRBOs, you can escape this rat race for life. And now the market's rewarding people who have done nothing this year differently than they did last year just by virtue of supply and demand. They're not making 10% more on their money just for toughing it out. Don't you want that to be you? I know I do. You know, this kind of stuff motivates me. Miami, by the way, love Miami. Miami went up 21%. Phoenix, oh, wow. 19%. Las Vegas, 15%. All of those are really cool places. All the cool places are going up, yeah. right? Because people are like, if I got to rent anyway, I'm going to rent someplace mad cool. Yeah. Right? I'm probably not going to, I'm not going to rent somewhere in ridiculous Tennessee, right? There's less demand in those cities. So you got to look at the big cities, which are already more expensive. You got to decide where do you want to be? Define your life. Right? Decide how you want to live. If you're, you're big on being beachside in Miami, then do that, Poppy. <laughs> Pass me that mojito. <laughs> you know? Mojito online, too. Hey, hey, hey. Mojito sounds amazing right now. <laughs> um, so anyway, that, that's the show, guys. Read the article. Check out what's happening. Rents are going up. Investors are making more money than ever. Flipping is kicking butt right now. Things are, it's just a really good time to be a real estate investor. And your concern may be you don't know where you're going to start it. You don't know how to, how to get step foot in here. How do you find the deal? How do you fund the deal? What Exactly how are you going to fix it up? How do you flip that property? Well, those are the four F's of foreclosure investing that we go over with our students and on the show all the time to help you get the nuts and bolts to really take this thing to the next level. If you are serious about that, if you really want to be a part, you got to reach out to Jonathan Winston, set up a strategy call with myself and him to determine if you're a good fit for our coaching program. And if that's the case, we're ready to take you to the promised land where you can benefit from these rental increases. And if you're content to listen to the show and sit on the sidelines and, and wish you were one of those people, that's cool, too. We're super happy to have you. you know, we're glad you were able to join us. Keep tuning in each and every single week and doing nothing. It seems to be working great for you, right? But I think a lot of you are those who want to take action. We watch the listenership. We see people are listening to the show, a bunch of downloads each and every single week. So we know you're loving it. Let's just take that listening and turn it into actual activity, start making you some real money, okay? With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you, Now and always, don't buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.